It's that time of the year where if you don't notice things, you're not looking. Okay, for example, I came over this morning and as I was walking over coming up by the Adoration Chapel, you could see crocuses were starting to pop up and daffodils were starting to pop up and the grass is starting to get greener and you think, thanks be to God. You know, beautiful things are happening in our world. And if you think about it, it's because God's creation didn't stop after seven days. It continues to unfold. I remember one of my nieces, when she had her first child, I went to visit her a couple of days after she gave birth, and I was holding their firstborn boy, and I said, he's quite a miracle, isn't he? And with that, of course, she just started sobbing. Of course, I'm thinking hormones. I should have been thinking about that. Um, but she was just sobbing. And you know, but it's the truth. When you hold that child, you think, this is part of God's creation, and it's absolutely beautiful. But we have to take time to notice it. You have to take time to look at it and to realize that creation is a gift from God that we miss a lot of the beauty of seeing God. And we have to pay attention to that. Um, for a number of years, for about 10 years, I taught every Wednesday morning kindergarten. Heaven help me. I'm telling you, you know, it is patience, patience, and patience. And I love the children, but they could get on your last nerve. But I did a thing with them on things in the church. And every single week, I would give them a paper. And on the front and the back, there was something that we use in the church. It might be the altar. It might be the ambo. It might be a pew. It might be a chalice. Everything. And if they were really good at the end of the first semester, we took a field trip. And we built this up big, okay? And when they found out the field trip was just across the courtyard to the church, they were just as excited as they were going to Indianapolis. They really were. They were. So we go in and we, I take them up to the choir loft. A lot of them had never been in the choir loft. And they're looking down and they're pointing where they usually sit and stuff like that. And it's, I build it. Each and each and each place we went. The last place we went was to the tabernacle. Okay, and our tabernacle was one of those old ones where it rolled back and then there were doors inside that popped open. And so I put the key in and I very t slowly turned. Now, there are 25 kindergartners standing around me, okay? And so I turn the key and it starts to open and then those doors pop open and this little girl yells, there he is! And all at once, there were 25 kids jumping up and down and clapping their hands, saying, we want to see him, we want to see him. So we opened the tabernacle and I showed them the host and they all just were ecstatic. I thought to myself, when was the last time that I jumped up and down for Jesus Christ? Okay, that's what this gospel is all about. It's saying, you got to take the light of Christ and you got to share it with the world in which we live. We had a little girl in that same school who was not Catholic. We only had two non-Catholic kids in the school. And when her mother enrolled her, I said, you need to know that there are, there's only one non-Catholic child in this school. And if you send her here for kindergarten and then first grade, it's just going to get harder for her and for you. And so when everything was fine in kindergarten, she was in first grade and the mother came and she said, she wants to be Catholic. And I said, I told you it was going to get harder and harder for her. 
because everybody's Catholic. And so we were having this discussion with the little girl, and I'm just letting the mother talk to her. And the mother said, honey, we're not Catholic, and we're not going to become Catholic. And she's six years old, and she said, it doesn't matter, Mom. In my heart, I already feel like I'm Catholic. And the mother said, we're out of here. Okay? And they literally pulled the little girl out, and they left the school. And I thought to myself, they were so close. They were so close. But something scared them away. And that's part of this gospel, too. This gospel said that people have to live in the darkness because they can't take the light. And the light is Jesus Christ.